Pick a niche to get rich. Make sure there's money in that niche and then go after it. This is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Acre. And before we bring on our guest today, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're not already subscribed and while you're there, Drop us a review to let us know how we're doing. We'll read it here on the show. This week's, uh, this wasn't a review, but this was a comment from one of our, uh, the friend of the show, friend of Reminder Media, Renee Burke. Ah, I love Renee. Uh, we've been working with Renee Burke for a long time. She's a huge advocate. We absolutely love what she's doing out there. In Scottsdale, Arizona, she commented on a recent podcast with uh, Brandon Hegg. So Brandon talked about this idea of IPA. So when asking for referrals, you want to uh, improve praise and ask. Make sure you go back and check out that episode. But she says, Brandon, this IPA idea is fantastic and it really fits my style of working with clients from the place of serve, not sell. I learned a lot of great things. So thank you for showing up. Josh, Luke, and Ariel, thank you for introducing Brandon to your audience. So thank you, Renee. For Love it, Renee. On our YouTube video. Ironically enough, we have another Brandon in the studio today. His name is Brandon Bornanson. With a career spanning over 20 years, Brandon is a serial salesperson generating over 100 million in sales deals, a two-time entrepreneur, an expert sales speaker, and a trainer who is obsessed with helping you maximize your potential. As the founder and CEO of Seamless.ai, one of the fastest growing companies in SaaS, he's helped over 275,000 sales and marketing teams book more meetings and fill their calendar. He's also the author of three bestsellers, Whatever It Takes, Sales Secrets, and Seven Figure Social Selling. Brandon, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks, Josh and Luke. Thrilled to join the Stay Paid audience today. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I love it. Love the energy. Would love for you to just take maybe a minute and kind of share about your story, right? you very successful in sales, very successful entrepreneur now and author. Can you share kind of a little bit of how you got into even the entrepreneurship game? Uh, take us back a little bit and lead us up to today. Yeah, no problem. And uh, again, thanks for having me. Thrill to be here. So for, for me, this journey, this crazy journey started when um, we were like growing up as a kid. My parents were no college degrees, pretty, pretty blue collar poor. Uh, you know, my mom worked at a bank during the day, grocery store at night. My dad worked construction. And then on the weekends, he worked at the Macy's company, which was called May Company, hmm. selling computers at Macy's. So as you can imagine, these are like very low dollar per hour jobs. And uh, started for me, second grade cafeteria in English class, Miss Huber's English class. So because we were pretty poor, my mom would, uh, every Saturday, every Friday, she would go through the newspaper and highlight every single garage sale in my city and the four surrounding cities. And then she would take my sister and I, throw us in her, her beat-down Nissan Sentra. We'd go garage hopping for like five hours. Oh my gosh. You, would, you guys were doing the Gary V before uh, Gary V made Dude, it popular. First off, <laughs> it is terrible. Don't let Gary like make garage selling cool. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, like he's full of shit, but, but yeah, the, like looking back, it's, it's hilarious. Cause like, you know, flash forward. So after doing the garage sale thing, I'd, I'd go to school and I'd have, I'd be like a, a skinny kid in an extra large Tasmanian devil t-shirt that my mom picked up. And like, I, you know, started there and I'd get made fun of in school and I remember all my friends in grade school, 
you know, they all got to buy lunches and I never got to buy lunches. And, mm. you know, most of my food was, we were eating out of cans of food from Mark's. Mark's was a grocery store that was the cheapest that never took a credit card because they charged a fee for the credit card. So mm. growing up in grade school, I got made fun of a lot. And I just knew I, I hated it. So, so I was like, I gotta, I gotta change my situation. I don't want to be like my family. I don't want to be poor. And then I actually started using the garage sales to buy pogues, sell pogues, baseball cards. And then um, fast forward, went into to, to college. Like, hey, I got to go into sales and entrepreneurship. I got to find a gig. I got I to gotta sell and make money. And uh, I was a big online poker player. Hmm. So I, start, I, I cold called all the poker companies. Hey, I want to sell for you. Convinced PartyPoker.com to let me sell for them to recruit players at $100 a cost per acquisition. Wow. Once I signed that deal, signed up, everyone in my dorm made 10 to 50 grand, then signed up every kid at Ohio University at every dorm, then took it online. And that, that went to a $12 million company by the age of 21. <laughs> um, but then President Bush made it illegal to gamble online in 2007. Mm-hmm. So it shuts down um, poker. I launched a second company called InMobile Text Message Marketing. For the next three to four years, I lose $4 million, go absolutely broke because of one main reason. I didn't have the list of the companies that I needed to sell to my text message marketing. This was for flip phones before they had iPhones. Mm. Uh, So my business failed. I wasted four years of my life building the next thing that I thought would be as big as the poker company. And then we quit. You know what's Uh, interesting there? Sorry to chime in, but it's super interesting is text message marketing has gone on to be really popular and there's some businesses that make a lot of money doing it. Yeah. Do you think maybe... Yeah. I mean, do you think you were on the like the bleeding edge, I guess, of it versus the leading edge? Yeah, 100%. This was early. Yeah. Yeah, This was like like before people were using SMS to market and advertise. And I'm like, man, if companies could market and advertise to... To, to customers and potential customers one-to-one on their phone, like That's that would genius. change yeah. the world. Well, it just shows you it's a great lesson for you know entrepreneurs. Sometimes you have a great idea, but timing also factors in, right? And, and list, but okay, pick up on that fail because you didn't have the list. So where'd you go from there? Yeah, yeah it, it failed because I didn't have the list to sell to. And I, I didn't know how to do B2B sales. Like twofold, two factors. Like the first company, I knew poker. Like I was playing just like I showed you my screen. And are we doing video on this thing or no? Yeah, yeah, we're doing video too. Okay. So so like you've got here, I like I've got seven monitors here. And then I've got, you know, uh, a whiteboard. So when I was in college, I had like four monitors um to play poker. So everyone would come to my my dorm room, like asking me, hey, where are you playing? How are you playing? How do you how are you making so much money online poker? And I kept telling them, go here, go here, go here. I'm like, they should pay me. And then I just started cold calling them. Um, and then, you know, within mobile, that failed. So one of my partners, Jake, goes to IBM Interactive. So he was my partner in mobile. We both lost all of our money and went bankrupt. He, he, he basically, we shut it down. He goes to IBM. And then um, he says, I should join IBM to sell. Join him at IBM. And then like the first thing we got to do is build a list. You know, because we learn from InMobile, if we don't build a list, we won't be able to sell IBM uh, Watson to anyone. So then we just started like figuring out how to build search engines and AI and automate list building. And then um, I actually ended up selling for Google after IBM and I fully automated it. 
Uh, and long story short, figured out how to automate finding everyone that you need to sell to, which is now my company called Seamless. Used it at selling for Google and became a millionaire in sales um, really fast. Wow. And then realized it was like my secret weapon, Seamless. I was like, I, I can't tell anyone about it. And then once I became a millionaire, I'm like, shit, if I tell every, like, if I could help everyone become a millionaire using Seamless, then like we changed the world. Mm. Uh, so I decided to quit. And now I'm full time as a CEO and founder at Seamless, helping. Can you half give a the brief? People. Can you give the half of, you said half a million people? Yeah, half a million people. Unbelievable, brother. Uh, can you give the quick kind of 30 seconds, minute of what Seamless is so everybody understands? Yeah, so Seamless.ai finds everyone's cell phones, emails, contacts, and companies that you need to sell to. So it's a search engine where you type in any criteria, title, company, industry, revenue, anything that you need. And in real time, the search engine will find every single professional in the world that you need to sell to. This is why um, Sergey Brin and his wife, the founders of Google, invested. And then... Wow. So that was like the Google technology. And then I used AI from what I learned building and selling IBM Watson to research, validate, and verify in real time, how uh, the perfect email cell phones and insights for anyone in the world. That's amazing. You want to you hear some crazy shit? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some... I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. My bad. Well, it's too late now. You've already done it. <laughs> check out, check don't worry. Out. Ariel's marketing. <laughs> Guys, there's a, great sales, there's a great sales principle there. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Right, yeah. That, yeah, is, the, that is a sales principle, ladies and gentlemen. So now we're honored and grateful... Our users have researched over 664 million leads. This is coming in from Tableau today, five hours ago. Yeah. Generated 13,285,000 appointments, over 2.6 million closed one deals, over $26.571 billion generated for our customer base. And then like we've got awards called President's Club Awards that I give to our customers and users. We've got 13,000 people that... That have Dude, that's how we forward. learned about you. We had a guy that worked for us, Jason Bramble. He's a stud. He went off and started his own marketing agency called mm. Cardo. I don't know if you remember yeah. him or not, but he, I think he's in your millionaire club or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. He's a seven-figure club winner. We yeah. got him in the eight-figure club ASAP. Yeah, ASAP. Come on, Jason, if you're listening to this, <laughs> ASAP, make us proud. But yeah, he used to work here and then went off and started his own thing. He's crushing the game, but I think that's, he, he uses your stuff and does your, yeah. does your stuff. Yeah. So that's amazing. But this is like what fuels me every day. It's not the cars. It's not the jets. It's not any material bullshit. It's like going all in to help the people that we serve change their lives forever for the better. I believe yeah. the life you want, the family you want, the time, the freedom, everything you want in this life is just one list away. The only way to sell that list and build it is with Seamless. And uh, that's where we're at today. About Dude, 400, 500 people. That that's is incredible. Awesome. Let's, let's talk about this because a couple of things in your story that stuck out to me. Number one, you know, you grew up, uh, you, I think you called it poor. You know, I, I relate to the whole you know, not being able to buy lunch or anything like that as well. But one of the things that Sucks. you immediately day, shifted dude. out of was the mindset of just because that's the life that you were born into. It's not the life that you chose for yourself. And then mm. after your the, the failure of your business and kind of how you're you're speaking about this, your, your latest book, whatever it takes, I think goes a lot into mm. mindset. I've watched your Instagram content. You talk a lot about mindset. What is the secret of finding the proper mindset, maintaining it, and then leveraging that for, you know, your, your personal success? Yeah, I, I believe it's just setting massive goals. Step one, set massive goals. You know, because uh, 
my whole life I've I, I've lived under below my potential. You know, I like every time I set a really big goal, and even if I didn't achieve it the next year, like I was like, oh man, if I could just build a company that does a hundred thousand, like I'll go back to when I was selling. Oh, if I could just generate a million dollars in sales, that would be amazing. And then like worked hard every day, and you know, built the list, was seamless, got to a million, and then I'm like, man, I can get to ten. I should go and, and shoot for five million or ten million, and then I do that, and then I shoot for fifty million, and then do that. So I think like number one, it sets with like like having really big targets, really big goals for five pillars of your life. Mm. Professional, like what are your professional goals? Number two, personal. What are your personal goals? The shit that has nothing related to do with work. Mm -hmm. Number three, health goals. Like health. And then number four, wealth. Number five, relationships. Mm. If any one of these pillars gets messed up, it, it literally, I call it a domino effect. It, 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 it falls and it destroys the entire empire. Mm. So, so for example, if I'm a multimillionaire and I eat shitty, I drink shitty, I don't work out, like I'm literally dying inside every day of my life, none of the money is going to save me. Mm. You know, you look at Steve Jobs, the only thing that he, he like, he would have he done anything to not have the cancer, not pass away. Like he talks about in interview after interview, like yep. I would, I would do anything to get my health back. Yeah. So any one of these five pillars goes down, you're screwed. So I'm big in doing whatever it takes, setting massive goals for these five pillars. Yeah. And then reverse engineer the daily activity to hit that. Mm. And, and if it's a, if it's a work thing, you know, you can't use 365 days. There's only 265 days in a year, Monday through Friday. So take whatever your professional target is, divided by 265, and then go do that thing. And then the only thing stopping you from the big goal, and then the, the reverse engineer, the daily activity required to hit it, is three things. And I know we're flying. I'm going to try to slow it I down. Love, no, me, no, no. I love it, man. Keep going. I love it. Let me, let me bring yeah. down the pace for a second. <laughs> so number one, knowledge. To go from average life to epic dream life, point A to point B, average or shitty life, point A, to epic dream life, point B, the number one thing holding you back is knowledge. Mm. So it's like, pay the people that have the secrets. So my, my second best-selling book is Sales Secrets. It's like, go find the people that have written books, that have the expertise, to Leverage, tell you yeah. that have done the things that you want to do to go where you want to go and go pay them by their shit, get coached by them, get mentored by them so that you gain the knowledge to go from point A, average or bad life to point B, dream life. Mm -hmm. So then once you have the knowledge, right? So let's just say we are uh, entrepreneurs or salespeople because I, I know a lot of this show is small business owners. Let's just say we're a small business owner. We're making 100K. man. If I could just like hire, I'm a solopreneur. 96% of businesses are small businesses. I'm a solopreneur. I'm barely like paying my bills and I'm paying myself 20, 40, 50, like K. I'm not making any money. I'm grinding every day for the past few years. If I could just get to a million dollars, I could hire a few people, take home 250, 400K and be free, financially free, right? Okay, well, who are the entrepreneurs in my business, in my industry that went from average business owner 
to epic dream life business owner yeah. and then pay them to coach you, mentor you, give them the, give you the books, give you the secrets. So knowledge is the first step to, to doing that. And then the second is activity. Like you got to put in the activity. <laughs> like once you have the knowledge and you don't do shit with it, like you're dead in the water. Yep. Example, let me, let me share a quick story. My guy, Phil, love him. He's like, <laughs> he, he, uh, so he is our cu- culture, like multiplier. Phil, genius. He, he joined Seamless like recently right out of college. And he's like our pump up guy for the whole culture. And then he, he also uh, did my PR, was an SDR. And now he's on the design team, leading the design team. Oh, wow. But when he started at Seamless, you know, this was years ago. He was reading any book possible about anything. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I like you do what 99% of people don't do. They like read. It's like, it takes me 30 days to two years to write a book. All my secrets that I have to give to you from everything I learned, 30 days to, to really two years. Most authors, like this one took me 22 days. This one took me two years. And then seven figure social selling took me a year. Like these people spend their whole lives giving you the secrets. So he would already read about the secrets, which is amazing. But the one thing he would, he did bad was he would just read about anything. Mm-hmm. That's like, Oh, well, why don't I just drive down this street today in my car? Oh, there's a new stop sign and a new way to go. I'm just going to go that way. Mm-hmm. Like you got to read about the things and the goals you're trying to accomplish yeah, and get the knowledge and then put the activity on, yeah. against the knowledge that you have to achieve the goals. Yep. For example, my passion is multifamily real estate. I want to do a ton of multifamily real estate, but all of my time and energy is in building a thousand person company that IPOs over the next 12 to 24 months. So reading about multifamily real estate, reading about crypto, reading about these things, like my greatest return, like I'm giving my investors like a freaking 20x multiple on their dollar. I'm giving myself 20, 30, 40x multiple on my dollar. Jeez. So, so when I spend any amount of time not on the business and these other five pillars, health, wealth, relationships, and prefer personal, I'm just throwing it away. So you got to put in that activity, the right things. And then lastly, the, the third thing that could kind of crumble those five pillars is fear. Hmm. I tell people like your fears or, or if we want to make it more PPG, Face your fears. Yeah. Face your fears and overcome them. Because like, if you've got the knowledge, but fear is holding you back from the activity, oh man, Mm. more businesses have failed because of fear. More entrepreneurs have failed because of fear. But when I was a kid getting made fun of in grade school at Westlake Elementary in Cleveland, Ohio, like, there was nothing else to fear, like getting beat up, getting picked on, whatever. Like, so I, I just learned at an early age, like who gives a shit what people think, do what you need to do to serve your customers, serve your audience, and then grow your business, grow your company. Yeah. We That's just, what it's about. Now nah, you're spot on. We just posted something on our social that was basically the idea was similar. It's, You've got to actually shift your whole perspective to embrace the fear, understanding that most people spend their whole life trying to avoid it. 
but it's the ones who are successful that realize, no, no, no this is actually something that's, that's good. The pain is good. It, it produces progress. It makes me learn. Uh, the road to success is paved with failure. Like it really is once you shift your mindset to embrace the suck, as they say, to embrace the no, um, yeah, you really yeah, can achieve some different things in uh, whatever it takes. Yeah. Relationships are the key to success. Right now, everyone in your database knows three to five people who need what you sell. So how do you get those valuable referrals? By connecting consistently and meaningfully. American Lifestyle Magazine is a high-quality, 48-page publication branded to you and full of amazing content your recipients will love. It helps you stay connected with your clients and sphere, keeping you top of mind for referrals. Want to see how it works? Get your free sample of American Lifestyle Magazine at ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. That's ReminderMedia.com slash StayPaidSample. Share with us, right? Because so many of our uh, small business owners, they're, they're in sales, right? They're solopreneurs, so they're serving the customer, but they're also trying to go get new customers. You're a master right now of helping people really get appointments. I think you, what did you show? $25 billion, $26 billion in revenue generated, millions yeah. of appointments. What's your kind of secret to, or tips you would give, I should say, of appointment booking? Like what's some tips you would give for salespeople out there that want to book more appointments? Yeah. Yeah, this is simple. There, there, there's really four secrets that will take you... Like After studying the 13,000 six-figure club winners, the, the 3,933 seven-figure club winners, the 454 eight-figure club winners, and the two nine-figure $100 million club winners, uh, they, they've all done four things. Number one, pick the niche to get rich. Mm. Like... Who are your most likely ready to buy customers right now? Uh, pick the niche and, and to get rich. I like that. A lot of times yeah. the riches are in the niches. I like that. Yeah, pick, pick your niche, niche to, get, to rich. get rich. Hashtag pick that. Niche to get rich. So, and, and you can kind of get screwed up with this a little bit. You want to hear a quick story how I got screwed up with it? Yeah. So I was in advertising selling for Google and IBM, right? And I, I became a... I went from making 50K to making over a million dollars a year using Seamless. And um, so I thought ad agencies, I'm like, oh, ad agencies, because that's what I sold Google to. Mm. And, and the problem with selling to ad agencies, like my people that would buy Seamless are sales teams, salespeople, marketers, and entrepreneurs. Ad agencies only have a few salespeople. And ad agencies typically rely on a lot of referrals. Interesting. Yeah. So I was picking a niche that I knew versus picking a niche to get rich. What I should have done was look at, oh shit, SaaS companies. They have a ton of salespeople. They're going after thousands of sales prospects. So I wasted a year trying to grow seamless, selling to ad agencies where all these salespeople were like, no, I don't want to sell Ogilvy advertising via cold prospecting. I want to take people to dinner and then pray and hope that they'll uh, fill out a lead on my OglevyAdvertising.com website. (laughs) So like, you got to figure out like, where's the data on like, who are the companies that are using my platform the most? And where is all the money? Follow the damn money. Pick a niche to get rich. Make sure there's money in that niche and then go after it. Number two, to sell anything to anybody, anywhere, anytime, any place, any industry, no matter if the economy is blowing up or if there's a recession, 
You need the list. You can't sell anything to anyone without the damn list. Dude, that's so true because I look at our company, Reminder Media, and I and I often think, what's made it so successful? And one of the really basic things is that we targeted at first real estate. Now we work in over 140 different industries, but real estate's list were available. It was easy to go find real estate agents online with their cell phone numbers, email addresses, all that stuff. And we were able to scrape the data and get the list. And it is, it's so simple, but it was one of the defining things that helped our company because we could cold call and then reach out and prospect those lists. 100%. Yeah. And the board member, so one of my board members is actually one of the founding members from CoStar you know, the largest multi-billion yeah, wow. real estate yeah. company, you know, so they, they have CoStar and then they have LoopNet. And uh, yeah, like my poker company was successful because I, I, I created a, a, a crawler scraper for all the college dorms. Like it's really exactly what Zuckerberg did, but I'm not as smart as Zuckerberg. So he's <laughs> way cooler. You know, I'm like a much dumber Zuckerberg. And I'm okay with that. You're, you're the you sales know? version of Zuckerberg. I'm, I'm the sales <laughs> version, you know? So I scraped the Ohio University dorm room and mass emailed them all after I went door to door knocking and I, I went out of James Hall. I like scraped all the dorm rooms, mass emailed them. And that's how, and then we, we built a website and took it online and it blew up. And that's how we jet went. Like the list got me from like making a hundred K to make it over a million a year. And then once we took it online with the list, went from one to 12 insanely fast. But that's why in mobile failed. That's why the poker thing was successful. That's how I generated sold 50 million for IBM, a hundred million for Google. And then seamless dude, seamless became a hundred million dollar company in two years. Unbelievable, um, man. And then, you know, we, like how many sales people, like, how many I would say we're, we're, our valuation is way over a billion right now, but you, you could argue, Oh, well, what's the multiple now that the economy has kind of gone down. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Well, what, um, how many salespeople do you have on your team? 250. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. Congrats. Seriously. That's unreal. What you're saying, what I want to drive home for the audience about the power of the list to make sure people don't miss it is so many entrepreneurs, business owners, what they miss is that to build a business, it's an offensive game. And so many people think they can start a brand and attract business. That is something you want to do. And it plays out of the long term. and you'll build a brand and people will come to you through referrals. But the main way to build a business, you got to get on that phone. You got to get face to face. You got to get out there on the offensive. And when you have a list, you can just start mowing it down. Grassroots, how do you win an election? It's town hall to town hall, handshake to handshake, kissing babies. That's how you win an election. Get out in front of as many people as possible. And what entrepreneurs don't understand is the power of the list is, man, you can just be so frequent. And the frequency will ultimately create that greatness. Yeah, 100%. And and what's cool is, like, because I have all the data, my, my cost to acquire a customer from marketing is five to 10 X the cost to acquire a customer from cold outbound prospecting, building a list, wow. selling the list. Now, now if you take the list that you build like with seamless and get, find all the companies you need to sell to get all the contacts, the emails, the cell phones, and you cold sell to that as well as take those lists and upload it into Facebook and, uh, and retarget it. And, yep. Target LinkedIn audiences, Instagram audiences. Boom. Now it's like hyperscale. Um, so, so that's step two, right? P- pick a niche, you get rich, build the list. So the only way to sell to anyone, you know, build the contact list, the company list. And then number three, scripts. Mm. Like 
you, you have to plan out your campaign all in advance. What, what are like, what, what is the, the calendar of my campaign? Okay, this is going to be a 30-day campaign. I'm going to have 18 touches. First touch is going to be an email. Second touch, day three, is going to be a call. Third touch, day five, is going to be a video message on LinkedIn. Sixth touch is going to be whatever, right? Write out all of your scripts in advance. Because once you pick a niche to get rich, you actually know everything about that niche. Their, Their biggest problems, their biggest pains, their biggest barriers, you know, their biggest desires, goals, dreams. Like when you pick a niche to get rich, you really want to understand everything about that persona. To take them, goes back to it. Average life or shitty life, point A. Point B, dream life, epic life. These are their pains, problems, and barriers. Here are your dreams, desires, and goals. Yep. We're going to skyrocket you over there. And uh, you got to write the scripts to do that. And then also, you got to have the scripts to overcome every single sales objection. So like when I'm selling, I'm in the matrix. I see zeros and ones. <laughs> are you a, like, are you dodging a, objections? Do you yeah. teach your sales team, like the 250 people you have on the phone? Is it uh, word-based? Meaning they need to say basically the words. They can have a little freedom, but they basically need to follow the word tracks. Or are you process driven? That's like, hey, as long as you're hitting these mile markers on your way down the road, you're okay. Which one do you kind of yeah, great go question. to? Uh, it's a mix of both. Okay. So I, I coach and, and not me, our whole team coaches and trains with like, we all do it. I never like to use the word I, it's, I love using the word we, we coach and train all of our salespeople to be the Tom Brady of sales. So, you know, when I started the company, I, I, I'm obsessed with sales lists and sales scripts. So I wrote 25 different books on every single sales objection, sales scripts, calls, emails, social touches. I'm not wow. interested. It's too expensive. I already work with someone. Send me more info. What's your guarantee? Call me back later. You know, it's too expensive. I'm already working with a competitor. Every single, what's your, you know, all of those objections. And then I've got hundreds of ways to address and overcome all of those. So we are very word for word. But those, I, I call these plays. But you could choose the play you want to you yeah, run. Yeah, so they're got Tom it. Brady. They got to watch the defense. Customer with, with objections. I'm sorry. Yeah, customer with objections. And then they're trying to throw the ball, which is the money ball. Great analogy. Seamless, like to get seamless sold into that company, we've generated $26 billion in client revenue. I know your business will fundamentally explode and multiply and change forever for the better. Like I cannot get sacked. I have to throw a touchdown on every play. So with all these different scripts, they're just different ways to overcome the sales objection. And then they can throw and run that play however they want. Yeah, that, I love that. Yeah, um, we have about, I guess, I would say 72 hunters. Overall, we have like 150, maybe 160 salespeople, but some are more account upselling Others so are more. By the way, congrats. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. But what we've, this, we're probably at that phase of the game. One of the reasons why we're maybe hitting a blocker is because we haven't made that full commitment to literally mapping out every single play and mm. enforcing, because we've been more 
a milestone based. I'm sharing this because I think it's valuable to the audience of thinking through, you know, should you just encourage people to follow a process or should you literally map out word for word like this is what you should say when you get this objection? And I love the example you just gave of, hey, you know, there's multiple ways to overcome talking to a partner. Here are the different plays. And based upon what you learn from that person in the conversation down, you understand the defense. So pick the one that you think is best going to work on this defense, but say one of these plays. Don't ad lib. Don't try to pull and be creative. Uh, one of our guys that we just hired, he, he came from running a call center of about 450 people. He uses a line I nice. love. He goes, I can't afford your creativity any longer. <laughs> like when, when the sales caller is trying to do it on their own and yeah. they're not close, he's like, look, I can't afford your creativity. So it, I think that's, that's so strong. I yeah. love that, by yeah. the way. That, that's great. It, it, and like, I, I will empower our, our performers to leverage the, like, Leverage the scripts and you could customize them and personalize them to you. But to be honest, if you're not crushing quota within the first 90 days, exactly, you're, you shouldn't be doing anything like, oh, like, yeah, like somehow a hundred million dollar company in two years, we've sold almost, you know, a hundred thousand customers. Like, you're telling me you brand new rep out of college knows a better way to sell it than our, our group of <laughs> experts and data scientists like bullshit. Like I'll just go head to head with you now. Now to be respectful, I would never like put, you know, I'm saying that on the I, podcast. I, totally I would get never you. say that yeah. to them when I'm coaching them that way. Right. Um, but I really train them like, look, until you're crushing quota, follow the scripts, follow the process. Yeah. You can use your own tonality maybe customize a word or two, right? But like, I'm going to give you the best openers, the best elevator pitch, the best value propositions, the best call to actions, the best formulas and systems and processes. Use the plays with the with the strategy that we lay out for you. Yeah. And then once you become a top performer, I don't care what you do. Yeah. Do, like, do whatever you want as long as we keep improving. Yep. Yeah. Love uh, it. I love that, man. Brandy, uh, such a great career. One final uh, question for you. Kind of, um, we like to pick successful people's brains and kind of learn like what kind of drives you, what kind of keeps you going. Is there a principle or a mantra or something that you live by in your life that has really driven the success? Oh, he's showing the book, everybody. He's showing <laughs> Come the book. On, man. I don't know what whatever it takes is needed. Whatever <laughs> it takes. Yeah, no, uh, whatever it takes. Like this mantra, I've never been smart. I've never been smart good looking, came from a rich family, had a shitload of connections. I've just always built the list and then done whatever it takes to sell to the list, market to the list, acquire the list um, for everything in my life. Like from if, if I needed to go to my first 100 customers, built the list, sold the list, did whatever it took to acquire them. Okay, if I needed to raise venture capital funding, I built a list of 20,000 VCs and angel investors and literally pitched 347 VCs, 297 of them told me to eat dirt. Mm. And I closed 47 of them for a $2 million seed round. That was like the the longest, hardest thing I've ever done. Raising like a hundred million after my two, I went from a 2 million to like a hundred million dollar round. And like the hundred million was 10 times easier than the 2 million. Cause, cause people were like, and this is where whatever it takes to come in. Brandon, 
you're from Ohio. You can't build a tech company in Ohio. Brandon, you're not a programmer. Brandon, you didn't go to MIT, Harvard. Brandon, uh, you don't have an IQ of whatever. Like, Brandon, you, you didn't work at a Silicon Valley SaaS company. Like, I'm like, dude, I'll whatever do whatever it takes. It takes. Oh, man. Yeah. While your other entrepreneurs quit because you just think that they got, they know JavaScript and you're going to give them a few bucks, I will die before letting this dream disappear. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the mantra, whatever it takes. Love it, man. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Brandon. Before we close out, let people know how they can connect with you, learn more about Seamless, all that good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. So I write a daily newsletter where we share share secrets to help you maximize your success. Just go to seamless.ai and join for free to get the newsletter. Also, you'll get $500 in free sales leads, the number one world's best sales leads. Go to seamless.ai, join for free. Also, make sure you input the referral code. Do we want to use the show name or what do we want to use for the referral code? Yeah, do the show name. Stay paid. Stay paid. as the, It could be one word or two, whatever works. Put in the referral code, stay paid, and we'll give you an extra $500 in bonus referral credits. And then also connect with me on LinkedIn. We'd love to connect with you on LinkedIn. I got the Sales Secret Podcast, Amazon, pick up any three of the best-selling books. Would love to uh, hear what you're trying to do from average or shitty life. And I'm going to try to help do whatever I can to get you to amazing dream, epic life. Awesome, brother. Thanks again for coming on. Thank you all so much for listening. You can dive deeper into this episode. Get those links that Brandon mentioned over at staypaidpodcast.com. While there, you can get the video for this episode. Make sure to check out the video for this one if you're listening in audio because Brandon shared a screen, showed some uh, pretty impressive stats and walked through some stuff there as well. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show your support, the first way is to head on over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a five-star review along with a comment. And the best way to support the show is to tell a friend, share this episode with a business owner that you know that is looking for the motivation and the secret to start building that list, start generating those deals for their business to live the epic dream life. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. And of course, you can find us on Instagram and all social media. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acree. Man, what an incredible episode, Brandon. Super appreciative of you coming on. It's the first I've ever heard about you and met you, so I feel really honored to have the chance to get to know you a little bit. Looking forward to learning more about your stuff. Here's the action item for everybody listening to this podcast that I think will really transform your business. Where is your list and do you have a list that you are prospecting? If you don't, you're missing out on a major, major opportunity. It might be even your database of all your past clients that you're getting referrals on. If that's how you're generating your business, do you actually have that list, that database? Did you know at Reminder Media, one of our biggest pain points in helping real estate agents has been actually helping them get their database together? We were here getting marketing products out the door and then we realized, wow, the real pain points the list. Take some time. It will be some of the most valuable time you ever spend in your business and get your list, get it together, start working that list. Remember the difference between top producers and mediocre producers in every single business is top producers take action. Take action on that today. 